again to all my listeners tuning in. Welcome back to Fractured Poet, a podcast for all of you poetically insane individuals who love getting lost in the art of poetry. Podcasting from Ontario, California, I am your host, Katrina Wisniewski, just another person in the world obsessed with words, striving to make sense of it all. Okay, so the poems I will be sharing with you during this episode are poems that have an I'm sorry kick to it. A couple of poems may literally have I'm sorry weaving in and out. Others might give you that sort of emotion. And the first poem I'm going to read does not have a title, although it could be labeled I'm sorry. I'm sorry how everything got out of control. Things went too fast and I couldn't get a grip. I'm sorry I couldn't give you the answers you needed, asking so many questions, yet never asking the right ones. I am sorry how things ended, unfinished and left to rot. This wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. With this poem, I don't remember what was going through my head when I wrote it. If there was a specific thing I was talking about, I clearly didn't make a note of it. I guess I was supposed to read this poem and everything would come flowing back to me, but apparently not. Although the title of the Word document I wrote this poem on was labeled March 1st of 2017, so I can assume that I wrote this poem on March 1st of 2017, but... I'm, again, I'm not really sure. I didn't put a date on the Word document, which I usually do, and sometimes I'll write my poems on a piece of paper and transfer them to a Word document. I could have written the actual date I wrote this poem on the paper and didn't transfer it to the Word document, but, you know, whatever. For all I know, I wasn't aiming the thoughts I put into this poem towards anything in particular. It's probably just one of those poems that didn't necessarily have any meaning to me on a personal standpoint. This could have just been some passing thoughts that I had and I went with whatever came to mind during that time. As I wrote out this episode, I was trying my hardest to recall what I might have been referring to when I wrote this poem, trying to remember what was going through my head. And I couldn't remember and still can't remember for the life of me. For some reason, I feel like this poem had a specific meaning behind it, like there was a a particular event or topic that I was talking about, like I was referring to a certain situation that was occurring, and I cannot remember. So rather than going on and on and on and wasting time trying to remember, I will just move on to the next poem. This one is called, I Tried. To stop the anger that lingers within, I bear arms and forget to breathe. As tears glide down my face, I ignore what is about to come. As the pain constricts my chest, I hold on tight and remember why. Chills covering the hairs on my back, I wonder if this is the end. Sharing words of wisdom, words of love and care, 
only knowing that they will fall on deaf ears. I watch her fall down deep. To catch her fall, I was nowhere near. It hurts to have a front row seat, tied down tight. When will she learn? I tried to be mean. I tried to be quiet. I tried to ignore it. But trying just never cut it. Watching her fall down deep, the pain has poisoned her veins. I tried. Well, I do remember what this poem was about, but whether or not I should share it is the question. I won't go into details with it, but maybe a vague background might do. I do not remember when this poem was written. I did some edits on the original document, and I made the mistake of saving it before looking at the date it was created. So I say when I wrote this poem, if I had to make a guess, it would probably be around or between 2010 and 2012. And that's just guesstimating. My family and I were going through some stuff, and I had to watch someone really close to me spiral out of control. And I, nor anyone else, could do a damn thing to help. Had to sit and watch and see if that person would get the picture on their own and snap out of it. It's really difficult to watch someone you love and care about go through something or do things that are not of their normal behavior. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, those things, those words fall on deaf ears as the poem mentions. It's only up to them on whether or not they want to hear those words and see what others have been pointing out. It's definitely not a fun thing to experience when you are on the other side, watching someone completely tear themselves apart and spiral out of control. So the title of this poem, I Tried, explains exactly what the title says. I Tried. You try all the different methods you can think of. Hard love, ignore it, brace it, physically helping them out, having heated conversations, having straight out yelling and screaming matches, throwing things, kicking them out, pushing them away, you name it. More than likely, none of those things helped. It could have made it worse or didn't do anything at all. To watch someone go through something so traumatic yet there is not a thing you can do one way or the other, is painful. You want so bad to help them, to protect them, to remove them from that situation they are in, eliminate anything and everything that keeps them pinned. But you just can't. It's like being in one of those mirror mazes. You think you found your way out, only to find out seconds later it was just another dead end and you just rammed your face into a mirror wall. But the next poem I am going to read next is called Frozen Glass. I can't imagine what it must be like to watch someone fall, to be frozen solid and unable to move. Trapped in a box made of glass, losing all sense of reality, the world is moving on as I remain at a standstill keeping me at bay and unable to engage. It is as though I am observing the world through a looking glass and I can't do a damn thing. 
it's kind of crazy how I had, I tried in frozen glass back to back because the last poem I read and the poem that I just read kind of piggyback each other and relate to everything that I was saying. But I am not sure if this poem makes any sense one way or another. I could have torn it apart like I've done many times before, but for some reason I didn't. I liked a lot of the phrases and wording I used, but not sure if they are put in the right places. Maybe if I rearranged them or added or subtracted some things, it could sound better. Eh, I might just mess with it later. I am not sure when I wrote this poem. The properties tab on the Word document it's written on says sometime in 2020, but I don't think I actually wrote it in 2020. I actually, I, I know I didn't write it in 2020. I typed it up on a Word document, yes, but I don't believe I wrote it then. There are two different dates, and I know they're not accurate. And like I said, when I write poems initially, I write them on a piece of paper, and then when I go through all of the poems written on paper, I'll transfer them to a Word document, and it usually has the original created on date, but for some reason this one didn't. There's two different dates, and they're very recent, so I know I didn't write them recently, but if I remember correctly, this poem is describing a moment in someone's life where he or she is watching someone they love struggle through life, maybe gearing towards something specific. Speaking from experience, it's heart-wrenching to watch someone close to you go through something and you can't do a thing to stop it or lend a helping hand. All you can do is just be there for them when they need you. You feel so helpless. No matter what you say or what you do, it won't change anything and it doesn't change the situation. I chose the title Frozen Glass because it defines the poem perfectly. At least to me it did. When you are forced to watch someone fall so deep, your hands are tied. You can't help but feel frozen solid. However, if you are also on the brink of breaking down, knowing if you show an ounce of emotion or give in to the emotions you feel, you will shatter like glass. Hence the frozen glass title. As I said with the I Tried poem, it's not an easy thing to witness, nor is it an easy thing to deal with on a personal level. The world freezes and suddenly everything is at a standstill. Your life and everything around you stops and nothing else matters. I can't recall specifically if there was a particular event or situation I was referring to when I wrote this. As I said, the date on the Word document doesn't seem accurate. Otherwise, I could probably pinpoint what my thoughts were, but I can't seem to remember what my thoughts were while writing this poem or what thoughts triggered me to write this poem. And with that, there's no point for me to keep repeating the same thing in different ways, how much I can't remember where my head was when I wrote this poem. So I will move on to the next one. The title of this next poem is up in the air. I titled this next poem as Lacking Forgiveness, but still unsure if that's the appropriate title. Anyways, here is Lacking Forgiveness. 
I refuse to treat you like some damsel in distress. Your lack of grace and inability to show lenience is beyond shameful. Forced to witness your childish shenanigans, you have officially become a charity case, or maybe that's just what you wanted. It's sad to say that I hold no compassion for a person such as yourself. To have an ounce of mercy would be against all I believe. I will grant you no clemency, for you deserve nothing more than that. Choosing to not repent, you have forsaken those around you, allowing your fate to be sealed with absolution. Okay, well, the overall topic or theme of this poem was supposed to be forgiveness, and boy, did that backfire. And it really didn't have an I'm sorry feel to it. It was kind of more like a fuck you. So I think I kind of put this poem in the wrong episode in the wrong category. Um, I wrote this poem on April 21st of 2021. I guess you can say that this poem was a lack of forgiveness in so many words. I'm not even really sure why I went in this direction. Maybe it was just the mood I was in that day. Who knows? But yeah, so the idea of this poem obviously came from that Write the Poem book, if you couldn't have guessed already by now. It might be safe to say that I cannot stand people who claim themselves as victims and act like some damsel in distress, as the poem states. There are too many people in this world aching for attention in the way the poem describes, and unfortunately, there are that many more people who cave to the occasion. I tend to believe that bad behavior gets rewarded far too much, something that really, really irks me. Thinking about it now, maybe this poem should have been titled Sorry But Not Sorry. I can sit here and pull all kinds of different reasons why I wrote this poem and try to figure out what I meant by the words I chose, but I don't know if they would be relevant or even accurate. When I looked at this poetry prompt, what I just read was definitely not what I had in mind. I completely went in an entirely different direction. I was not expecting this at all, so I can't necessarily explain my thoughts when writing out this poem. I can mentally pinpoint many situations in my life that involve specific people that this poem hits dead on. I won't elaborate on it, but I can, as I'm talking, think of many different scenarios where this poem would be very accurate to read out loud. Again, it could have been the mood I was in or not. So moving on, the next poem I'm going to read is called Lacking Innocence. You speak of yourself as though you are this impeccable being, and yet you lack any form of decency. The color in your eyes give you away, for you are not trustworthy, nor are you a lamb. Extremely innocent, you are not. Trudging along as if you're living on a clean slate, but you are fooling no one here. Your virtues are not what you speak, so twisted and misconstrued. 
to describe a person in such an artless task, lacking the temperance to expose your true self. So this poem was written on April 28th of 2021. This was pulled from that Write the Poem book. The theme or topic of the poem was innocence, or in this poem's case is lack of innocence. It took me a while to even tackle this poem because I did not know what to write. And I guess you can say that I wasn't really in that frame of mind yet to write this poem, if that makes sense. The word document I wrote this poem on had the topic of the poem at the top of the page and next to it in parentheses was a lack of. I was not sure which direction I wanted to go in with this poem. It was either write about innocence or write about the lack of innocence. And when I started writing out this episode, I had more than half of the poem ideas mapped out for this episode written except for this one and another one. Every time I came across this particular Word document, I froze up and didn't know what to do. I would stare at it for I don't even know how long. I tried to come up with the words, and everything I came up with didn't work, didn't make sense, didn't fit. So per my usual routine in this situation, I deleted it. So... This time, I sat down on my bed at 2 in the morning, clicked on some Spotify, searched for something to listen to, which was Joe Bonamassa driving towards the daylight on repeat, and started thinking and came out what needed to come out. I was not writing about anything or anyone in particular. This poem does not relate to anything about my life or anything about me on a personal level. It's just a poem I wrote out. However, I'm sure this poem describes someone to a T one way or another, but again, I did not have anything specific I was talking about or referring to a specific person or thing when I wrote out this poem. It was something that popped out and as usual, I went with it and you heard the rest. Aside from that, I am sure we can all pinpoint a person or persons to this poem and realize that it explains the exact characteristics of that person. There's always someone who talks themselves up like some saint or savior of some sort, yet on the other hand, behind closed doors, they show their true colors. In other words, not practicing what they preach. There are a lot of people out there that proclaim innocence when they are anything but innocent. That's basically my overall concept of this poem, but I noticed that after putting this poem into the I'm sorry category, I'm not sure how this could be related. Knowing me, it could be referring to a sarcastic version. Who knows? Moving on to the next one. I guess the title of this poem could be called Isolation. Isolation, an emotion one must never experience. The constant ache of your heart pounding so fiercely, yearning for something to end the pain. It's unbearable. Living in this prison of nothingness, breathing in the empty, stale air as it surrounds your every move, longing for a cure. The idea of being secluded, getting lost in your thoughts, reciting words that make no sense, 
It's so quiet here. I can feel the silence taking over my soul, trapped in a world of loneliness, as I live a life of monotony habits. So, I wrote this poem on April 28th of 2021. This episode was about halfway done, and I had two or three poems left to write, this one being one of them. It took me a while to write out the remaining poems because I did not know how to approach them. I wrote this one sitting on my bed, also listening to Joe Bonamassa. And to those of you who don't know who he is and are into blues, rock-ish music, go check him out. He is an amazing fucking guitarist, probably one of the main reasons why I love his music. My grandpa actually introduced me to his music and I instantly fell in love with it. And going on a side tangent, a few of my favorite Joe Bonamassa songs are The Ballad of John Henry, Driving Towards the Daylight, which was the song I was listening to when I wrote this poem, Song of Yesterday, Inflicted Wounds, Why Does It Take So Long to Say Goodbye, Happier Times, and Different Shades of Blue, to name a few. He is an amazing musician and guitarist. Fell in love. Can't say anymore. So yeah, if you're into that sort of thing, check him out. Give it a whirl. Whatever. All right, so back on track. I was listening to Joe Bonamassa and out came this poem. I retrieved the idea for this poem from Write the Poem. And the topic was loneliness. Even though I said the title of this poem was Isolation, that's loneliness, isolation. It's kind of one and the same. So I titled it isolation and whether or not the song I was listening to at the time related to the topic of my poem or not getting lost in the music, letting my mind zone out and let the words come to me. That's how this poem was developed. Driving towards the daylight. It may not relate to the poem that I wrote, like I said, the I listen to songs that set the mood when I write a poem. Like if I'm trying to write a specific poem that has a specific tone to it or that I like a specific, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. But um, if I'm listening to a song and I want to write poetry, I dig out in the song whether it's listening to the music in general, I'm paying attention to the lyrics and how the lyrics make me feel, or it makes me remember a certain situation or event in my life where it'll help motivate me to write the poem. That's where it'll come from. Sometimes it may not even relate at all. I will listen to a song. I will get lost in my head, get lost in the poem zone and just let the words come out. So that's pretty much what I did. And like I said, this isn't referring to anyone in particular, nor is it pertaining to any particular situation either. This was just the poem that came out on the fly while listening to music, like most of my poems are made, but I have experienced loneliness to an extent, and it isn't a fun thing to go through. Can't say I went through the exact moments the poem describes, but I've dealt with similar emotions. And I guess... There's really nothing else left to say on that. So I'm afraid that's going to conclude this episode. 
To those of you who are always tuning in and even those who are just joining in, I hope you like what you heard and you tune in next time. As you can tell, for those of you that are keeping up, I am trying my damnedest and my hardest to make my episodes weekly instead of every other week. So I have been making on the fly episodes to fill in between the weeks that are empty. So I hope you're liking your weekly episodes instead of bi-weekly. And you can catch this episode and further episodes at anchor.fm forward slash fractured poet. This episode of Fractured Poet was written and produced by me, Katrina Wisniewski. Music by Alternative Rock Volume 1 and Rock Electronica Volume 4 from freeplaymusic.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Fractured Poet. And as always, thanks for listening and until next time.